This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net and Socialize.me. Today we're going to talk about why community is vital. I posted a tweet yesterday and it got quite a few retweets and I thought about it. And I thought that, yeah, it's more than a tweet. It's probably a podcast and a blog entry and maybe a chapter out of a book. And here's what I said. I said social media scales through community. Community grows by relationship building. Focus on people. And I think this was a tweet both out of just something I believe from a values perspective, but also out of frustration, seeing some marketers struggle, some of my clients struggle, uh, some of my projects struggle. And I think we lose sight of the fact that the most important thing we can do is build community in social media. It's one of the most important assets we have. See, we really, if we want to reach a million people, you know, we can try to grow a Twitter account to the level of Gary Vaynerchuk and have a million followers. But the reality is, is very few of us have the time, energy, or maybe even the timing to do it, or maybe we're just not that interesting. And the reality is we're never going to get there. So if we want to influence multitudes of people, we can only scale through other people with networks. In other words, the community around us. I think too often we're so busy trying to market at people or to grow our own following, we forget that our own following will never be as large as the impact of the community. And one of the best things you can have is not to tell people how great your product is and talk about your guarantees, is to have other people talking about your products and services online. And the only way you're going to do that in many cases is if you connect with them and build a community around your brand that is inspired to talk about what you do. So that's why community is needed. We talk about building relationships. Why is that important? Well, I look at talking to Sean Flannery, and Sean, if you don't know him, uh, was an actor at a Boondock Saints. Uh, he was also, of course, acted in the series as the young Indiana Jones, for those of you who go back as far as I do, uh, and also, of course, owns a Hollywood Brazilian jiu-jitsu and a number of other uh, jiu-jitsu outfits throughout North America, uh, but overall is a real pop culture hero and has a huge fan base and had the opportunity to meet with him uh, recently in Austin and talk a little bit about social media and Twitter. And we talked about the number of followers he had. And he, only, he has about, I think he has about 30,000 followers uh, on Twitter. Uh, and there's many other stars that we interact with would have hundreds of thousands of followers. But what I always find interesting about Sean is when he tweets, he has a ton of retweets. He has a disproportionate number of people sharing his content compared to people who have maybe even 10 times the number of followers. So talking to Sean, I asked him kind of an obvious question, and that is, why do you think people are so engaged with you? Why, when you tweet something about being at an event or your opinion on something or just some latest thing you're up to or what you wait for lunch, you've got hundreds of people weighing in and talking to you on a daily basis. He just said simply, I talk with my audience, I interact with them, I know them. Uh, I really do care and I listen, and I engage them on a regular basis. And because I engage them, I have relationships with my fans in a way that a lot of people don't. And I think that was really, really telling is here was an individual who had a ton of more clout and better influence with maybe fewer followers than some of his peers because he engaged and built relationships. So it's not just about reach. Community doesn't mean you've got 30,000, 50,000 Twitter followers. Community means you've built a relationship with a whole bunch of them. And when they see your content, your updates, even some of your marketing, they're much more apt to click through to respond and to share that content. So relationship building is absolutely vital. So we talk about focusing on people and kind of back to what Sean had said, you know, really is listening, is interacting, is having more conversations than maybe your competitors think is practical or necessary. 
It's also focusing on key people with lists. So when I meet someone or connect with someone on the internet and they have a few interactions with me and they spend the time to connect with me, because we're following someone, for instance, a ton of people on Twitter, make sure we have a list of people who actually talk with us, who retweet with us, who influencers, who we monitor and make sure we engage and build relationships with. If I've got someone on Facebook who comes onto my page time and time again, my business page, and interacts and asks questions and even responds to other fans, I'll actually take the time to personally message them, thank them, let them know who I am, and maybe if even appropriate or possible, even friend them on Facebook to build a bit more of a personal relationship because I want to take this, this fan, this engaged fan, and then turn them into an advocate, almost an unpaid marketer on behalf of my business. And the way we do this is by deepening the relationship with them. So there's a bunch of other things we can do. I even think of contests. Some of our best contests we've run aren't, wasn't where there was a grand prize. It was where we had 20 prizes uh, plus three grand prizes so that, you know what, we rewarded at least the top 20 influencers in the contest, not just one or two. And I think a big part of it is at the end of the day, part of focusing on people is really, really taking the time, taking the time to address them individually and just simply say thank you in many cases. We're too busy marketing or growing our reach to spend time looking at who we already have as connections. Now, I also want to talk about what hurts community. And then I want to finish off a little bit about the new gatekeeper and why it's so important and how we can become one as a marketer. So what hurts community? Minimal response. You know what? Someone tweets a celebrity. Someone tweets a major brand. Someone tweets their favorite coffee shop. And the coffee shop says, thanks. The celebrity says, hey. And that's it. Versus, hey, thank you very much. Taking a look at their Twitter profile saying, how are things today in Boston? Just taking the time to do that knowing where they're from or asking them a personal question, something that simple makes someone feel recognized enough, but too often brands are minimal and that hurts community. The response is not enough to say I care. Too much me marketing. This is where, you know what, 90% of our content coming out is about our brand, about our events, about us, retweeting nice things people say about us. Instead of engaging, investing in other people, sharing valuable content, and realizing that the 90-10 mix has to be 90% about community, great content, thanking and engaging, and 10% about retweeting stuff about our brand and sharing our own posts. The other one I want to talk about that will destroy community really fast is the panicked marketer. You get this knock on your door, and it's your boss, and they're wondering where the revenues are and how the ROI is from social media, and you better ramp it up, and you better push our specials. So we turn into a marketing machine, a one-way communicator, this person who, out of panic, starts throwing offers at the wrong timing, too many pitches, asking for too many favors, and in a state of anxiety trying to prove social media, you actually destroy trust in your community. And I've seen that happen time and time again. The other one is just no unique content. If you're tweeting everything your competitors are and you're retweeting everything the news channel in your community is and you're retweeting and sharing everything that the local blogs and your niche already blog about on your channel, don't be surprised when they stop listening. You do need unique content and conversations. And I think lastly, and this is kind of goes back to the panic marketer, is the other thing I've seen that hurts community is quarterly thinking is that we try to prove return on investment so hard with social media so fast that we forget that we're building a community. It takes time to build trust. And yes, we can leverage our voice and our marketing through these relationships. But first, we have to have those relationships. And just because, you know, you think about it, when you go on the first date with someone, it's very unlikely they're going to get married with you. And what we're talking about at the end of the day is creating a marriage between us, our community, and our brand. And that's going to take time. And so I think that to a large degree, we have to slow down, in many cases, from a marketing perspective, and focus on the people. Build that foundation of true trust and relationship in the community. 
and then begin to push out that marketing message. And I think too often, we're really too hasty. Now, on the other side, I want to talk about gatekeepers. And this is a different concept. This is probably even a topic for a new podcast, but I was writing down notes for this podcast, and I thought, you know, if I've written this down, it's a reason why I want to share it. And it is the upside-down world of PR. In the past, what would happen is that you would go to an awesome person who's great at spinning PR. They would craft the message for you. They would reach out to the right people. Those people would share it because they're interesting, and they would push it out to the masses. And often, all you need to do is pay this person enough money, and they would craft any message you want to share it with the masses and get spin happening. And what I'm seeing happening more and more, and this is not something that just happened yesterday, but especially over the last 36 months, is something I would call the reverse PR agent. And that reverse, reverse PR agent is actually what you want to become eventually as a social media marketer, whether you're a major brand or an individual. And that reverse PR agent is this. This is this person who has a community and a group of people who trust them intimately, who really trust them to bring them the right information, the right insights, the right guidance, and let them know what's happening on the marketplace from a thought leadership perspective. And you, the marketer, have to go to that person and communicate with them and convince that person that what you have to offer is, in fact, beneficial for their community. And then they open the gates up and they share it with their community. So more and more, PR has shifted in the essence that what we're reaching out to is to people who, try, who are trusted by their communities. And if we have relationships with those people through community building, they will open up those gates and help extend our message into those communities. And so what we're finding is when I talk about influencers, and I throw that concept around loosely, these are gatekeepers to communities who trust them, who if we have a good relationship with them and the right offer or the right insights, are willing to share it and scale our marketing message. So as I kind of summarize here, I know this is a lot to think about and a bit of a rant, is get back to the basics. Like I said, social media scales through community. Community grows by relationship building. Focus on the relationships with the right people. And don't be in such a rush to meet your next quarterly earnings budget and miss the opportunity over the next 36 months to build a massive community and really see true ROI from social media. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from closingbigger.net and socialized.me.